Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day because we are talking about the compounding benefit and the compounding power of small choices. We think that there are big decisions and big choices that we make in our lives that impact our success and that once we make those decisions, it sets us off on a trajectory of either succeed or fail, become enormously wealthy or live in a life of poverty, become enormously happy and full of gratitude and abundance, or you're doomed to a life of suffering and regret. And the truth is that we actually have the power to turn that around and to pivot at any point in our lives. And the other truth is that it's not those big decisions. It's actually the small ones that you make on a daily basis that actually impact your life enormously on whether you are going to have success or not. And those are the choices that we're going to be talking about today, those small daily actions. Before we get started, I do want to say thank you for joining us over on the Business of Happiness Hive, our private Facebook group. To those of you who have joined us and are new members, welcome. I have to give a shout out. This is what I do. If you join me on the Facebook group, you hear your name on the airwaves. So a big shout out and welcome to our latest members. We have Tiffany, Melissa, Linda, Amanda, Kelly, hi Kelly, Cynthia, Catherine, Jessica, Vasia, welcome, Dylan, and Elizabeth, welcome to the Business of Happiness Hive. It's a wonderful community. If you've been looking for an arena of support and like-minded business owners or just leaders of their own dreams, looking for ways to positively impact your life, your wealth, your happiness, and the relationships in your life, join us over here in this community where we're establishing that support for one another. And you can take part of this month's gratitude challenge, and there's a huge prize at the end of the gratitude challenge. So join us over there on the Business of Happiness Hive. And today, as I'd mentioned, we're talking about what are those daily small choices that we make and how do they actually compound to become really enormously impactful in your life? And, you know, I learned this lesson because of mistakes that I've made over my life, but also from reading a lot of books and also studying finance. If you know the idea of compounding interest in money and in finances, you'll understand that it's when you make those small donations to your bank account with a certain interest rate that over time it builds enormously. It's that compounding interest, that 3% interest that builds on itself over time. And in the moment when you think, well, I could just give $3 to the store 
Starbucks coffee or I could put $3 into this bank account that has a compounding interest. In the moment, it doesn't seem like a big decision. But 10 years down the line, it actually becomes an enormously powerful decision that you just made in a moment, in a, in a heartbeat many years ago. And sometimes those decisions, we don't realize their power and their impact in the moment. We realize it over time. You know, Tony Robbins is famous for saying that we overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in a decade. And that is true. So many of us have been reluctant for delayed gratification. We want that gratification now. I want to feel that chocolate now on my lips. And then you notice after a while that actually maybe some of these decisions were not so good because after a while they've been compounding on one another. So in order to show you this phenomenon and to tell you in a story form of how this can actually happen so you can better understand it, I'm going to introduce you to two friends, Emily and Amanda. And Emily and Amanda are friends who met in business school and they quickly became um, friends because they realized they had a lot of the same values. They both love being outdoors. They both love traveling. They love, you know, working out and enjoying company, you know, different people's company. They, um, they hit it off immediately. So they became good friends in business school. And after business school, they went off and each started their own business. But they kept in touch. And when they kept in touch over time, they started sharing problems that they were having and supporting one another and, um, you know, helping each other out whenever they could. And they both got married. Both, both of their husbands enjoyed each other's company, so the four of them would get together on occasion. And at one point, Emily decided that she was going to um, start reading some more personal development books. In business school, they hadn't really done that. So she started picking up a book here and there. And in one of her personal development books, she read something about how making these daily small choices might actually positively impact her in the long run. So she thought, well, you know what? I don't really have the energy. I'm running this business. I have a team. I don't have the time or the energy to make big changes in my life. So I'm just going to make a few small changes. And so what Emily did was she decided to cut out the bread in her sandwich at lunch every day. Just that. She thought, you know what? I can just not eat the bread. Uh, not one other thing changed about her diet. That is all she did. She thought, well, let's just see what happens. And then she thought, you know, and the other thing I'm going to do is when I get into the shower in the morning, I'm just going to have a gratitude practice. I have to shower every day. Let me just, while I'm washing my hair, just say thank you for three things. Find three things that I'm grateful for. And then she thought, you know, I've been reading these uh, personal development books and they really seem to think that at lunch I should take a lunch, take a break instead of working through lunch, show my team how important this is, and just do a walk through, walk around the parking lot. Um, just get outside, move my body a little bit. I can do that. And then the other thing that she thought was, well, you know, maybe I'll just connect with my husband once a day. I'll just make a concerted effort to just connect with him. Maybe I can share with him my gratitude in the morning or just as we're driving to work in the morning, just connect with him. Just make sure that at some point in the day, I either get, uh, you know, eye to eye contact with him, look him in the eye and say thank you or validate him in some way. You know, these just 30 seconds. Well, Interestingly, Amanda was also beginning to feel overwhelmed at work. And so she thought, you know, I work so hard every day. I'm just going to gift myself at the end of the day the gift of a, 
half a glass of red wine just to wind down. I've done such a great job at work. I'm such a hard worker. I've been working my whole life. I just, at the end of the day, need a little downtime. So I'm just going to have a half a glass of wine um, with dinner. Nothing else changes about her diet. And she thinks, you know what? Every now and then I'm just going to sleep in a few more minutes. I'm exhausted all the time. So many things on my agenda. I'm just going to sleep in. And she actually found that if she didn't take a shower two or three days a week, no one noticed. So she just would sleep in and miss that shower occasionally. She read somewhere it's good for your hair anyway if you don't wash it every day. (laughs) So she just sleeps in a little bit longer. And when she drives into work, she um, happens to listen to the news, to catch up to the news, hear what's going on in the world. And she finds that, you know, it's really irritating with her husband sometimes. It's easier to just walk away. Just let him have his thoughts. Let him have his opinions. But sometimes when they get into a conversation, it's easier to just give in and walk away. Um, And at night, she sometimes finds herself after that glass of wine just escaping into Netflix or kind of watching Bridgerton. I don't know if any of you have watched Bridgerton, but she thinks, you know, escaping into a series and finding an alternate reality feels really good. Well, after the first three months, nothing has really changed between the friends. They chat again and Amanda updates Emily on Bridgerton and Emily tells her, oh, I read this great book, um, this great self-help book. She picked one up by Mel Robbins, and she thought Amanda might find it interesting, and so they share a little bit of information, and no, she hadn't heard of Bridgerton. And then, you know, she realized that she also wasn't watching the news. Emily wasn't watching the news so much, and she thought, you know, it gets kind of depressing. I hate to start my day that way. Rather, on my drive into work, I'm going to listen to one of these great books that I've been picking up. I've really enjoyed the resources, learning about Napoleon Hill, learning about, you know, lots of experts in personal development. Maybe those 30-minute drive to work, I can actually listen to some more and, and take on some more of those concepts. Well, what happened after a year was uh, just making those small daily changes over the course of the year, and maybe not every single day, but a majority of the days, those two slices of bread that Emily left off her sandwich, you wouldn't believe, and I looked this up, you wouldn't believe what two slices of bread, it's 158 calories for two slices of bread over 365 days is 57,670 calories. And so I found out that if you have about 150 calories a day, it's equivalent to about a third of a pound of fat on your body per week. So essentially, just by cutting out those two slices of bread, Emily lost 15 pounds in one year. And just by increasing her calorie intake for Amanda by 125 calories, which is one glass of red wine, she came out to about 45,000 calories additional in a year. She gained about 10 pounds. So all of a sudden, after one year... Our two friends are feeling very different about themselves. Emily's feeling great. She didn't even have to do anything different, and she's lost a little bit of weight. She has been outside every day, maybe not seven days a week, but at least four or five she was getting out at lunchtime and increasing her parasympathetic nervous system stimulation, you know, some dopamine during the middle of the day, some endorphins in the middle of the day. And so she's feeling pretty great about herself. Amanda, on the other hand, has been washing herself with 
cortisol and stress hormones every morning on the way to work. She's woken up and not really taken a shower, so she's approaching work with feeling kind of grimy, but hitting the ground running and feeling a little bit resentful and a little fearful because of all the devastation happening in the world. And at night, she definitely needs that glass of wine. So she's really appreciated that half glass of wine. She doesn't think that she has an alcohol problem, but she just really appreciates the winding down and has gone through all of Bridgerton, all of The Crown, all of the Netflix series she can because that escape at night feels really good. Well, interesting, those choices that Emily made to just listen to a book on audio tape or on Audible about personal development every single day, um, over one year of listening for 30 minutes She has listened to 7,800 hours of personal development, of growth, and of insight. 7,800 hours. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in. But it can actually get worse. This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. And I don't know if you've heard the statistic somewhere, but if you do 10,000 hours of anything, you're an expert. So at this point, after two years... Emily's an expert. In fact, at some point along the way, she started journaling and meditating as well because that was something that was recommended. And it only takes an extra 15 minutes a day. So she was able to find that time. And after a few years, she actually had filled so many volumes of her journal that she decided to put together a memoir. Well, What had happened over time was Emily's husband started to notice this change in her. She was excited to go to work because she knew she was going to be listening to this self-help and personal development book, the latest one that she had on her way to work in the morning. She was excited to get out and move her body at lunchtime. You know, she was eager every evening to come home and share some gratitude with her husband and he was noticing this great change in her and so he started adapting some of these principles as well and what happened with Amanda was because every time they had some kind of altercation between her and her husband she just walked away her husband started feeling more and more distant from her and it really started to show in their relationship and it wasn't until about year three or five that Amanda told Emily, this has really become a problem. I don't know. I don't even know the man I'm married to anymore. Those daily decisions that she'd made to just walk away, to just not say sorry, to just not see him for who he was, to not even hear him, really had built up over time to where they didn't even recognize one another. He had gone on in a different direction and found some other interests, and she had escaped into her own world of just kind of doing something that felt easy in the moment instead of turning around and trying to see him for who he was. Her, she felt that their relationship was falling apart. Not only was the relationship falling apart, but she was feeling bad about herself. She was 
gaining weight as she got older. She was not living a happy life. She was comparing herself constantly to these characters in the movies that she was watching and feeling like her life was dull and uninteresting. And even worse, she was fearful for the world. You know, every morning she was reminding herself with all these stories as she was driving to work of how bad the world really is and climate change disasters and the politics is a disaster and so many people in this world are suffering. And starting her day that way really reminded her that, you know, life is all about suffering. And she felt like she was suffering. And Emily and Amanda suddenly couldn't even see eye to eye anymore. Their lives had completely changed. Over five years, just five years, they had discovered that they had completely different perspectives on the world. Emily had found in herself a new confidence, a new excitement, a new vigor, a new enthusiasm. In fact, she started to create a foundation to give back to underprivileged children in her community. She started to notice that she actually had more time in the day than she ever thought she did. And she felt confident about it. She knew she could make a difference in someone else's life. And so she started recruiting some more help and finding other like-minded people who felt the way she did and saw the positivity in the world. Do you see how those daily choices, those small daily choices changed their lives drastically? It wasn't who they married. It wasn't even the business that they decided to run. In fact, the story could be altered when I tell you they sold their businesses or they bought each other's businesses. It doesn't matter. They could even have, you know, met each other's husbands. I don't know. But it wasn't those big life decisions that we put so much weight on. It was the small daily choices that they were making. One of the things that Emily did was just focus on a few minutes a day to give intention to her day about positivity and gratitude. Starting her day that way really colored the way she saw the world. She chose not to listen to all the negativity, all the inundation of fear and terror that journalists can perpetuate on the morning news. She chose to start her day with empowerment, with messages of empowerment from experts in their field who have done the same. Just by making those few small changes, it actually built up her self-confidence and built a new resolution for finding joy in her life. She didn't feel the need to escape at all in the evening anymore in terms of escaping into a um, fictitious world. Her world was simply satisfying on its own. You know, we could even change this conversation and change the story financially if we see that Amanda's feeling worse about herself, so is looking for self-soothing. So maybe at lunchtime she drives over to buy a cappuccino at Starbucks, (laughs) something that just gives her a little pick-me-up. Because we know she's not feeling great about herself. She's feeling down. She's probably tired and needs a caffeine boost, sugar jolt in the middle of the day. So those $3 a day, five days a week begin to add up. And what Emily decided was those $3 she'd put into a bank account that has a compounding interest. Not a very big one, maybe 3%, maybe 2.8%. Let's say 2.8% compounding interest at her local bank. But every day she puts $3 in. And she makes that decision because she realized that's about a Starbucks coffee. So she could put that $3 into a coffee or $3 into her bank account. Well, would you know that after 10 years of doing that, 
She now has $13,000. And she and her husband can go on that phenomenal safari they've always dreamt about. And when she calls Amanda, Amanda cannot believe that she earned the money to go on a safari. She thinks it's crazy. How did you find the money to go on a safari? Something so extravagant. And Emily says, oh, it was easy. I just put $3 a day into this bank account. But over 10 years, it slowly added up. And in those 10 years of buying Starbucks coffee every day, the choice that Amanda made to spend her $3, she lost that money over time. And it didn't turn into anything extravagant other than just feeding into this feeling of neediness and needing soothing in the middle of the day. Now, none of these decisions in and of themselves are negative ones. I love Starbucks coffee. I go for my for a treat all the time. You know, there are days I get up and I don't take a shower. But making those decisions, those small decisions on a daily basis are what add and add and add and stack and compound over time to make an enormous difference in your life. What are the decisions that you're making in your life that are compounding in a positive way or in a negative way? What choices are you making on a daily basis to see something from a positive light or from a negative victimized standpoint? You know, anything that happens to us Anything that happened to Emily and to Amanda, they lived in the same town. They had the same environment around them. But both of them had two very different perspectives on what was going on. One saw COVID very differently from the other. COVID impacted Emily as an opportunity to continue to write. She had more time. She was actually kept at home on lockdown and was able to focus on more reading and more writing and more self-development. And Amanda saw that as misery and looked at it as something happening to her, a devastation that she just had to survive. Those two perspectives are a choice that we have on a daily basis. And every day when we make those choices, it's going to be what affects us in the long run. You know, when you suddenly wake up when you're 50 and you realize, oh my gosh, I didn't choose this body, you actually did. Every day that you made certain decisions along the way, and it doesn't mean that you need to beat yourself up because of it at this point. Here's the magic about these small choices is that every day we have the opportunity to choose differently. Even if you wake up at 50, you know, 20 pounds overweight, 40, 50, 60 pounds overweight and in a job you don't like, you can still turn that around. And this is the power of positive intention. One of the things that I wanted to touch on again, and I mentioned this in the most recent episode, was this idea of toxic positivity that seems to be ringing around on the social media right now, that there's such a thing as too much positivity. And really what it is, is people who are afraid that they won't be able to do that. I'm not saying that you have to be positive all the time. I'm not saying that every day is going to be happy. There are going to be challenges coming your way. But every day you get to choose how you see your life and your education and your wealth and your abundance around you and the relationships around you. When you see that you're in a position where your relationships are not feeding you, you get to choose differently. You get to choose your friends. We don't always get to choose our family members, but you get to choose how they make you feel. 
If your family members are making you feel negative about yourself, you get to choose how much time you spend with them. Those daily choices about putting yourself in a situation where you can either feel empowered or victimized, those are choices that are up to you. And it's those daily choices that stack on each other to add up to a life of joy and happiness or a life of defeat. My friends, I believe in each and every one of you. I believe so deeply in the power of being able to pivot and see your life for what it really is and see the wealth and the abundance in your life and the opportunity to learn from each of those moments, each one of those lessons that life brings. I also believe that the more you do this, the more you focus on positivity on those small daily choices, the more impactful and compounding it will become over time. So the choice is up to you. You know, this isn't, an un- this isn't a new concept. It's something that many se- personal development gurus talk about, but it's not new. I found this quote from Albert Einstein. He said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, it. And that's exactly what I want to say to you today is whether or not you believe in it, it is actually ruling your life. Whether or not you believe in compounding interest, whether or not you believe in these small choices adding up over time, it is actually what is showing in your life and in your reality today. And the power behind it is that you have the opportunity to turn it around. Well, my friends, until next time, remember, when you feel good, you can do good. So take care of yourselves because I believe in you. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining me on this week's episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from the perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes at embracethelead.com. I look forward to exploring fulfillment in business with you again next week. And remember, today is going to be a great day.